0: This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 508, Personal Space, Honking, and Good Service, Michelle's Experience in India. And to instantly download your transcript from today's episode, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash transcripts, allearsenglish.com forward slash T-R-A-N-S-C-R-I-P-T-S.
1: Today, hear about my experience in India and find out why it was wonderful, jarring, and confusing all at the same time.
0: If you use the right words and phrases in English at work, you can build strong business relationships and even get the promotions that you're looking for. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash C-H-A-R-I-S-M-A to get started with a free video that will teach you how to be charismatic in English. See you there. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news?
1: I'm doing really well. I'm starting to finally get back on track because I was
0: very jet lagged. Oh, my gosh. You just came back from India. Woo-hoo. Yes. Oh,
1: my goodness. I am so tired, but it was totally worth it. I had a wonderful time.
0: <laughs> that's good that's yeah. good and we're excited to hear about it today
1: yeah yeah so I mean I, I really would like to I, I know our listeners are probably curious about the trip and I know we have in uh, uh listeners from India so definitely <laughs> hey guys
0: <laughs> yeah that's right we have a lot of listeners in India or from India who are in the US even right exactly
1: yeah 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 <laughs> exactly so um um Lindsay I mean are there any questions that you want to ask me about the trip I thought we I could wanna- do like a little Q&A
0: Absolutely. I mean, this, these are great examples of, you know, if our listeners run into someone who's just been traveling, right. <clears throat> you know, these are great questions that they could ask. Right. right? And we're going to show you guys how to use these questions in a role play in just a little bit. But yeah, Michelle, I want to know about it. So, I mean, so where in India did you travel to? Where'd you go?
1: Okay, so... It's a, it's a large country, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we did, we were in the north. We were in the middle and the south. We, we started in Delhi and we mm-hmm. did the golden triangle, which is, uh, Delhi, Jaipur, Agra. We saw the oh. Taj Mahal. Wow. Yeah. Um, which was beautiful. Um, then we, let's see. Gosh, it's hard to remember anymore. (laughs) Uh, Oh, then uh, we went back to Delhi. Mm -hmm. Then we went to a place called Chandigarh. That's where the wedding was. Mm
0: -hmm. After
1: Chandigarh, we went back to Delhi (laughs) Uh to catch a flight to Udaipur, which is beautiful. After Udaipur... We went to Mumbai, and after Mumbai, we went to Kerala in the south, then back to Delhi and home. So,
0: oh my gosh, you've been all over the place! Wow, wow! How did you get around? Like, how did you get to all these places? Yeah. How did you get around the country? So
1: we uh, we did a lot of driving and a lot of flying. So we did domestic flights. Um, we did uh, we did a flight like to Udaipur. We did um, the flight to the south and back up north. Uh, back, you know, all around. Uh, we also took a train.
0: Wow we took
1: a train from Delhi to Chandigarh and we had someone uh, um the tour company they had a driver and they drove us around for like uh you know the the golden Triangle. those are like three, four, five six hour drives Wow and they drove us uh, around there and then through the cities and so you know for more of the closer trips. That oh my gosh!
0: To. Oh God, you must be exhausted. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, you're tired, you're tired. I'm starting to feel like
1: back to myself. Like today's the first day I think I'm like, Oh wait, my name's Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Nice to meet you again. Like,
0: yeah, that's awesome. And here's another good question that our listeners could ask at a party if they run into someone who's just been traveling, right? I could ask you, you know, Michelle, what surprised you the most about India?
1: Mm, that's a good question. Mm. I mean, so much, um, so much was surprising to me. I mean, mm. I knew I, I had been prepared. A lot of people told me, you know, that there's a lot of poverty and, um, you know, that you see the extremes, you know, like very, very rich and, mm. you know, unfortunately the very, very poor as well. Um, yeah. so, but still, when you see it, it's, um, it's really shocking because there were a lot of ups and downs in the trips. I mean, in the trip, you go, um, from, you know, seeing beautiful things. And then unfortunately, you see, you know, some people that are having a terrible time. You know, they're yeah. hungry and they don't have a place to live and it's very sad. Yeah. Um, so that yeah. was surprising to actually see. Um, let's see what else was so surprising. Um, I think um, it was surprising, the driving situation, because we had a driver, and that's very common in India, too. Mm-hmm. You know, in the U.S., you pretty much... You take a cab, and that's about right. it, like, yeah, sure, unless sure. maybe you're a celebrity and you, then you have a driver, but there right. it's very common to have a driver, and they they wait for you and um mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. so we did that, and that's you know not only for tourism, like that's for you know people i mean a friends of ours, they said that they had drivers, and um so yeah that's a that was a very interesting thing, and also, oh, one more thing, um in Delhi, the traffic is um. Intense. And yeah. here in the U.S., if you honk someone, it's almost mm-hmm. scary. You know, you if don't, you, you don't want to yeah. honk the horn too much unless it's like a really, like, um, critical, right? This is being say,
0: said from a New Yorker. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, no, when I
1: say, Oh, well, I don't drive in New York. Goodness. Um, but no, but you don't, you know, here, like you honk, but, um, it's also like a little sometimes here dangerous to honk because you never know if somebody you know,
0: right, right, right. Um, sure. No, it's disturbing, but it's is it very common in it's India? Very like everyone's high- common honking? And in fact, oh. it,
1: it's like they ask you to honk. Like some of the the, the trucks will say on the back of it, like honk, honk honk horn okay, you know, or something like that. Oh, like wow. They want okay. you to honk because that's how they know that you're there. So wow. there's honking all the time, especially in Delhi. So those are a few of the surprising things.
0: Wow, that's interesting. It's such a culture shock, I would imagine, you know, when you first arrive and yeah. there's horns going off everywhere and it's hot and Jeez. wow, it's so intense. Yeah. Inten- intense is probably the word, right?
1: Definitely. And I, um, I mean, but you are right. Like, coming from New York, the, the honking didn't surprise me as much as it probably would if I came from somewhere else. Yeah. Um, (laughs) but still, like, just like the, the. Think the thought process behind, mm. you know, using the horn it yeah. was still surprising. Mm. It's
0: different. Okay. Right. Cause the thought process behind using the horn in the US is kind of when you're angry. Well, right. sometimes it's used to like just warn someone that right. you're there. Sometimes. And that's how it should be actually. Um, right. but we, it's more, we use it, um, when we have road rage, honestly, here in the right. US. I think I hear people in Boston will just sit on their horns, right? Yeah. Uh, they sit on their, they don't just, bump it real quickly to let someone know that they're there. They sit on the horn. Right? Yep, yep, yep. And I can tell that person is angry.
1: Right. Right, and it can be startling when you're driving and you hear that. And, you know, so it's just not looked at in the same way, you know. Yeah, like you said, it can be road rage or in, in, you don't, you know, some, it can be dangerous to use your horn in that way. Um, oh, but wow. in Delhi, it's just like beep, 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 yeah. beep, beep, yeah. like, hello, yeah. everyone. You know, so I'm coming that, through, uh, you I know, like in some that. other, in other parts of India as well, but really the most in Delhi is where I noticed it.
0: Mm. I like that. That actually, it's interesting because that sounds like a kinder environment than people here in Boston just having repressed road rage suppressed <laughs> and repressed road rage yeah. you know but anyway maybe we can go into that another day i have some more questions for you michelle okay. <laughs> um so so did you speak only in english did you speak hindi i mean how's your hindi <laughs>
1: oh <laughs> um not good my hindi is not good um i uh was able to mostly communicate in English. You know, English is definitely spoken in India a lot. Um, mm-hmm. They say that, you know, our, you know guards, our guides were saying that it's really like the business language, which was interesting. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Right, um, yeah. So most signs are in uh, Hindi and English and... Um, but I definitely noticed regional differences like in the like in Delhi and Mumbai it was a lot of um English spoken and we mm-hmm. could pretty much get around, no problems. But mm-hmm. um in uh I remember I think it was Udaipur, I mean not to generalize, but I noticed that Like, even just at our hotel, like the people working at the hotels in like, you know, Mumbai, Delhi, things like that, they spoke like pretty fluent English. And in some of the other places, um, it was a little bit harder to communicate. So again, I don't want to generalize because it's not that I'm an expert or anything, but this is just what I saw. Um, so some places were different in, uh, than others in terms of using English and, um, yeah,
0: no, absolutely. And then of course we know that there are like, Tons and tons of regional languages, right? Exactly. Yeah, you got Hindi
1: and then you got your regional language. Right. Oh, boy. It's it's just incredible to me. Um, You know, people are bilingual, trilingual, all these things. It's It's really amazing. amazing.
0: Yeah, that's the one that, yeah, here in the U.S. is just like really generally one language. And it's kind of sad that we haven't been able to to teach ourselves to use different languages we should be able to i, I agree. think but <laughs> yeah so what were the people like that you met i mean well wow, it's hard to generalize again because everyone's different <laughs> but what were they like um i thought that the people were
1: very friendly um people are um very friendly to um i think guests um okay you know it's a uh, Very important that they are kind to people who are visiting. And so I I would say that I had very, uh, for the most part, positive experiences, um, Mm -hmm. with the people. Um, I would say that an interesting thing is when you go shopping. Mm -hmm. Because again, not to generalize, but in my experience, um, people, uh, were very much, um, like they, the sales people would follow you I mean not at every store at all but in many of the stores they follow you around yeah. Um. And it, they talk to you about what you're looking at. So it's hard to kind of get this moment of peace. You know, in the U.S., no. it's sometimes it can be even hard to find someone to help you, or you just go into a <laughs> store in the U.S. and it's like, oh, do you need any help? Oh, no, thanks. I'm just looking.
0: Mm. That's interesting. So it's kind of like the definition of good service in the retail sector is different, maybe across cultures. Right? Yeah. Like re- good service here in the U.S. means, yeah, maybe someone says hello to you when you walk through yeah. the door of the shop, and you know they ask you, hey, do you need any help. And if you say, no, I'm just looking, they stay away. Yes. But they're still available, right? So you could ask a question. Whereas maybe in India, good service is more like they follow you around. I don't know. Sounds that's like what that's I started to,
1: to realize that. Cause at first I thought it was more like, oh, in the marketplaces that they, mm. that they follow you around. But then even in the hotel, like we went to look, there was like a, the little spa in the hotel and we were thinking Mm. maybe we should do something and so we were staring at the spa menu and the person was staring at us and you know say asking us a lot of questions about it and really wouldn't just let us think and honestly oh. it was to the point where we ended up not doing anything because I felt I'm, I I just couldn't oh. you know I couldn't have a second to think clearly so I'm like just forget it oh so, that's so interesting but I realized it's not just in the market again I didn't see it then There, then I was surprised because there were many shops that I went to where nobody would buy, you know, it was more like in the US. Um, But it was interesting how it wasn't just the marketplace. It was even at a hotel or at the even at the hotel gift shop.
0: This So it, so it sounds like part of it's what's playing in here is our cultural differences regarding personal space. Yes. You know, oh, I, that might yep, be part yep. of it. Like, I don't like to be I don't, first of all, we know we have the bubble, right? The physical space. We don't want anyone coming into our physical bubble. And it sounds like, were they standing quite close to you when they were? Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it would
1: just be, you know, I I just want to look and, and, and that's really not a, uh, that really wasn't possible. And it, you eventually you start to get used to it, but you don't want to be rude and say like, leave me alone or anything like (laughs) that. But eventually you get a little uncomfortable and, uh, you, you start to get used to it, but it's really, uh, Quite different. And I do think it's what you said, Lindsay, I don't think that it's supposed to be uh, like irritating or, you know, no. make it make things difficult for people. I just think it's a different concept of what is good service. Like here they, you know, they're there and they're gonna be there with you Yeah, no, <laughs> until yeah, you it's leave. Good service.
0: That's interesting. So it's like good service versus bad service across cultures. There's so many interesting topics that we yeah. could go into in another day. But let's keep going through this, Michelle. I mean, I think we've heard about some of the interesting things that you that you mm-hmm. did. Right. Is there one more really quick, like quickly one really interesting thing or.
1: Um, I would say that I, I really loved uh, the Taj Mahal. Cool. I love to see the Taj Mahal. There, there's one thing. Oh gosh, that I was thinking of that was really, really interesting. Um, Mm -hmm. we saw a lot of different forts and palaces, and uh, the wedding was uh, very interesting. That sounds awesome. Wow. (laughs) So So I'm trying. There, there was one thing that I wanted to say, and I forgot. Okay, well, I'm sure it'll come. It'll come. Okay, to be- you can say it in another
0: episode. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. We can keep sharing little tidbits about sure. India in the future for sure. And I'm getting some ideas for episodes too. And and before we go into the next piece, guys, I want to remind you, you can get the transcripts from today to really understand everything that Michelle is saying here about her experiences. If you go to allearsenglish.com forward slash transcripts, and it's also a really, really good way to just make sure that you're mirroring the native accent. Right, that's the way to start to pick up our native accent mm. is by following. Us in the with the transcript, so go on over and grab that, guys. Yes, okay. yes, yes. The best way to become natural and fluent in English is to use the right words. You can get the 100 most common phrases in English today for free. It's an ebook, and you can download it instantly. Go to all dot forward slash one zero zero.
1: Mobile banking requires downloading
0: the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. So, Michelle, let's go ahead and teach our listeners some phrases from today so that if they come back from an exciting experience traveling abroad, they could talk about it, right? Okay, perfect. So, what's the first one that you had?
1: The first one is to call something eye-opening.
0: Yeah, I like that. I mean, literally, it's kind of obvious what it means, right? right? It opens your eyes, like, wow.
1: Surprising (laughs) or shocking in some way, or like it made you, I think of eye opening, it's like made you learn something.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. I love that. I love that. And then the next expression is what?
1: Is it's hard to express, or it's really hard to express, right? Like, so I would say that about India. It's like, It's, it's not, it's a, it's such a unique place. It's hard to express like all the things that I felt and all the things that I did and things like that.
0: Sounds like because right because when we when you first came back in last week when we were talking like, you didn't know what to say when I asked you like to describe huh. it you know like it's like a visceral feeling it's more of an experience than a way to express it in words right right
1: exactly yeah
0: okay and what else what else would you, what could someone say about a difficult trip
1: you could say oh it was a real challenge right so my trip I, like it was not you know relaxing on the beach we were running around all the time you heard planes trains planes yeah. a train and uh, a car yeah. rides and. Stuff. Challenging.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Totally. And if you, if, if again, if something is hard to describe and you want someone to go to really understand it, what would you say?
1: Uh, I would say uh, you have to see it for yourself or you really have to see it for yourself.
0: Yeah. And it seems like that's the lesson today, right? We need to go ourselves. Yeah. To, uh, to guys, this. you have to go. Yeah. And then two more expressions that we want to teach our listeners here. Uh-huh. W- what was the next one?
1: The next one is it was out of this world. It's like, it mm. was like, I can't even explain, right?
0: Yeah. And and what's one really cool adjective to describe something that's just like this, out of this world?
1: Spectacular.
0: Spectacular. Amazing. Oh, wow. I never hear that, but it's good, you know? I mean, we, we we sometimes we repeat the same adjectives over and over like amazing, but another one that we could put in for our listeners is spectacular. Like to really have amazing. a l- Have a little variety, right, in our adjectives, guys. Okay, good. So, Michelle, let's jump into a typical conversation Mm -hmm. that, you know, our listeners would really be able to mirror this conversation and use something similar when they're interacting with other people Mm -hmm. in English. Let's do it. I'm going to ask you some questions here. You ready? Yes. So, how was your trip to India, Michelle?
1: Oh, man, Lindsay, it was out of this world.
0: Oh, really? Wow. So, how so?
1: Oh, well, it's really hard to express. Um, I saw amazing things. I loved seeing the spectacular views of Lake Pachola and
0: Udaipur, but in some
1: ways it was a real challenge.
0: How was it challenging?
1: Well, there's unfortunately a lot of poverty, so I saw a lot of that in the streets and it was disheartening. Um, mm. it was so eye-opening and it made me think about how fortunate I am to have food and clean water.
0: Oh, yeah. I've heard that. That must be tough to see.
1: Yeah, but there were so many amazing things about India that I saw. I loved it, and it was an incredible trip. You really have to see it for yourself.
0: Yeah, I really want to go one day. I've got to go. <laughs> okay, awesome. Okay, good. So you use a lot of the expressions here, Michelle. I like that. So we fit them all in here. You know, first you said, oh, man, it was out of this world. Right, right.
1: <laughs> right. and then you asked me how, and I said, well, it's really hard to express, right? And I said that there were spectacular views of um, Lake Pachola.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and as a bonus for our listeners here I like how I said oh really wow how so ah. right how so now that's a kind of an advanced language uh, construction there
1: yes that's true you know
0: so our, our more advanced listeners could try to plug that in guys again if you want to see these words right now get the transcripts go to allersenglishcom forward slash transcripts so then you said but in some ways it was a real challenge mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Yeah. and then
1: I called the trip eye-opening right yeah
0: another good adjective yeah and okay. then I
1: finally said that you really have to see it for yourself. Right.
0: Yeah. What an experience. I mean, I've been told that nothing prepares you for what your body and mind are going to go through when you go to India. You know, you can travel all over Latin America. You can travel all over Asia. Nothing quite prepares you for India itself, that country. So it sounds like you've been through a whirlwind of yeah. challenges and experiences, good and bad, Michelle, and just kind of visceral, a visceral trip. Right. Yes,
1: absolutely. And <laughs> good just for you overall, I really loved it.
0: <laughs> Awesome. I'm glad you had a good trip. And, you know, I'm sure that this is going to seep into our conversations here in the future. We're going to, I'd like to explore this concept of road rage, you know, another day. And, but for today, Michelle, I think we better wrap it up here. Let our listeners get on with their day. (laughs) But thanks for, uh, thanks for sharing this with us, Michelle. (sighs) I know that sometimes traveling can be very personal. The experiences that you go through can be very personal. So thanks for opening up for us. Oh, sure. Thanks
1: for asking and thanks for listening, everyone.
0: (laughs) All right. Cool. I'll see you back here next time, Michelle. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye.